You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, welcome to episode 57 of The Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your sensual host, Exotic Vivian, and joining me today as my special guest and co-host is Miss Aurora Noor. Aurora is a Chicago and New York-based companion who specializes in travel companionship and long-term arrangements. Hello, Aurora. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for so being excited. here. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome because somebody actually requested that I interviewed you, so this is perfect. Oh, that's great. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm going to let you read um, the advantage of hiring companions from one of our Twitter followers. Yes. All right. This comes from Ashley Moss, who is at underscore Ashley underscore Moss underscore. If you're coming out of an emotional relationship, like they always say, to get over someone, you've got to get on top of someone else. (laughs) (laughs) We're only a call away. We're free spirits, (laughs) non-judgmental, drama free with no strings attached and never want to blackmail you like your jealous girlfriend. These are all facts. I know. I appreciate that. <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> Only a call away. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to be uh, blackmailed. Oh, no. Oh. But <laughs> anywho, so what's new with you? Are you touring? What's going on? Mm, I have a tour coming up on August 2nd, which is next Friday. I'm going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina for 2nd through the 7th. So a few days. I'll be there over the weekend. Also available, it's funny, in that area, there's a bunch of big cities kind of within an hour or two of each other. So, you know, if duty calls in one of the other cities, I'd be happy to come for an overnight, an extended booking, dinner date. You guys, let me know where I'm needed. So Yeah, we're all about the dinner dates, overnights, and extended right? bookings. Oh, yeah. Yes. Please. Please. Yes. And as for me, um, yeah. I mentioned on a previous episode that I am hiring, so still hiring. I'm looking for <laughs> looking for a permanent co-host. <laughs> no, I'm looking for a salesperson. Oh, nice. I, I, I talked about it in the previous episode. So if you're in sales, you're good at cold calling. You're good at getting me because um, I'm trying to get more sponsors for the show. Yeah. So I, I can't do everything by myself, especially Very now true. that Chantel is no longer with us. So I kind of have to delegate. So yeah, sending your resumes info at tscgp.com. As for me, I'm always here in Miami. Ladies, if you're here, link up with me. Guys, if you're here, take me to dinner. Yeah, Booker. Overnight. Let's we heard, go. You heard it. This is only 30 minutes away. Whatever you want right? to do, let's do it. <laughs> but okay, on to the news. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. Companion Tax is a leading provider of professional tax, accounting, and business services designed for the unique business needs of companions. They have been in business since 2011, having become a leading resource for the community. If you want a concise overview of the issues that companions face in making sure their businesses are set up and managed correctly, and a good overview of tax issues, take a listen to episode 7 and 36, where we interviewed the owner, Mary Lee. Companion Tax is now accepting new clients and just rolled out all-inclusive tax and accounting monthly packages and waive the initial consultation fee just for our listeners. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form with the code TSEG2018 to get started and take charge of your financial future. Yes, it's a juicy this, one. Yeah, I know. I've been actually been following this story for a while, like back when it first mm-hmm. started in um, early 2000. Yeah, mm. or mid 2000, I should say. Yeah. Okay, so this is from CNN, July 7, 2019. Billionaire Jeffrey Epstein arrested and accused of sex trafficking minors, sources say. Florida-based billionaire Jeffrey Epstein has been indicted on new charges related to alleged sex crimes involving minors. Epstein faces charges brought by U.S. prosecutors in Manhattan after previously evading similar charges when he secured a non-prosecution deal with federal prosecutors in Miami. The charges involve alleged sex trafficking crimes committed between 2002 and 2005, The indictment alleged that the crimes occurred in both New York and Palm Beach, Florida. In November, the Miami Herald reported that when Labor Secretary Alexander Acosta was a U.S. attorney in Florida, 
he gave Epstein the deal of a lifetime, in quotes. The Herald explained how Acosta had made an agreement with Epstein to avoid major repercussions for the hedge fund manager, even though a federal investigation had identified 36 underage victims. The report said Acosta had brokered a deal with one of Epstein's attorneys, where he pleaded in 2008 to two state prostitution charges, ultimately serving 13 months, which I believe some of those or majority of those were on house arrest, and avoiding a federal trial. He also registered as a sex offender and paid restitution to the victims identified by the FBI. The agreement, quote, essentially shut down an ongoing FBI probe and further granted immunity to any potential co-conspirators in the case. Acosta told CNN in February that he welcomed an investigation by Justice Department's Office of Professional Responsibility into his handling of Epstein's plea agreement. Acosta also denied any wrongdoing. Two months earlier, Epstein settled a separate lawsuit that could have allowed for several of his accusers to tell their stories in open court. Of course, I'm going to put a link to this article in the show notes. Aurora, Mm -hmm. what's your thoughts? (laughs) Oh, God. Well, (laughs) it's like anytime something like this comes out, like it says 2002, 2005. We all know it's probably been going on longer. There's probably more victims. For sure. For sure. Yeah, because the majority of people aren't going to want to come out. They aren't going to want to be public about it. It's just, it's just. Yep, and these are minors. So you know the parents are involved. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Come on. And this is what I say when I keep telling people that the whole trafficking thing they're worried about is not Mm -hmm. us. Leave us alone. (laughs) God. Look, parents are selling their kids to billionaires. We're just trying to catch a dinner date. Okay? You know what I'm saying? We're, yeah. just, we're just trying to live our lives. Like, seriously. Yeah, parents on, are literally selling their daughters to, you know, pedophiles like Epstein. Yeah. And, and whoever and, else he's hanging nobody, out with. Yeah. And he gets and, to go mm-hmm. away scot-free, which people were pissed when he got that first deal. Although now, I guess now it's, we're going to see what happens in court. Right now, we're yeah, waiting it's coming to back. see what the judge says. But... Yeah, he actually has a private island in the Bahamas, and apparently he would have the girls flown in to his island. This was like a big, big to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, what galls me too is that billionaires like this could literally hire people. Yep. They could, they could literally. Like, there are girls that look underage if that's your thing. Seriously. You know what I'm like, like, you don't need to ruin people's lives because you got some weird proclivities. Not exactly. just weird, but incredibly illegal and perverse exactly. proclivities. Like, and get I, your shit together. And Come I understand, on. you know, back in the day, women were getting married off at 12, 13, whatever, whatever. Yeah. However, point blank, regardless of age, you should not be engaging in sexual relations with someone that has it's no just, choice. Exactly. Like, it's just, it, it comes needs down to be to... their choice. Yeah, kids can't, or these underage women. Can't well, their parents are forcing them. Yep, their parents, their parents are... are forcing them. I mean, um, Jada Jada Pinkett Smith. She actually has her own talk show, and on her talk show, there was an episode where there were girls that legit were forced into marriage here in the United States. Yeah, when they were younger. So God. this is a thing. Parents are yeah. literally selling their kids into, you know, forced marriages and prostitution. Why don't you go after those motherfuckers? Yeah, and there was like, a big... Do you remember Courtney Stodden, the girl who was married to some, like, D-list aging celebrity and she was, oh, like, 16? Yeah, I, I remember that. I yep, feel yep, like yep. that was something along those lines. Because then she came out... She came out recently. I think she's, like, 24, 25 now or something. But she's like, yeah, my mom... I didn't feel safe and, like, my mom didn't stop it and stuff. Stuff and it's like it sounds pretty suspicious to me you know yeah that's terrible Jesus I mean Christ. in her case I don't know I think that maybe the fame might have gotten to her head a little bit yeah and she was hoping and praying that her parents said something but her parents were like well seems well, like that's yeah. what she want right <laughs> but you know but in her case it, it was all out in the open it was it was public yeah you know, that's a different it gets situation. Real versus, dark and real scary yeah, when it starts getting when it's to like, like behind closed doors, uh-huh. nobody knows what's going on. I Ugh. mean it's it's fucked up. That's so. terrifying. Let's let's see what happens with that. I know. I just hope that the victims they get 
the reparations or I know they got some kind of payment because they said they got settlements and stuff, but come on, that, yeah. they oh, need they need some, a lot more. Some some people got settlements in a separate lawsuit. Some yeah. people some people he was forced to pay via the FBI. But I think a lot of people feel like his sentencing was not enough because oh, even God, after no. all of this was done, because he served most of his sentence on house arrest, uh-huh. pretty in much in Palm nice, Beach, his nice cushy mansion, yeah, his, sure. his nice mansion on the ocean in Palm Beach. Yeah. So so he basically wore an ankle bracelet and couldn't really leave his house Ooh. <laughs> i know right but terrible they're saying that even after that he was still doing stuff yeah like he d- he didn't stop like he didn't say okay that's let me move where on to oh, grown up. yeah like you can literally be with an 18 year old sir yeah like... it's just you get to a point where i've like had discussions with this with other providers and stuff you get to a point where there's like a caliber of client that I don't really want to cross into. And it's people like that where they think they can do anything because they have the money. And I'm like, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not interested in forcing people to do things against God, their will. No. It's oh called slavery. But anyways, yeah, very much so. Jesus. I digress. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about a very important topic. I posted a poll on the show's um, Twitter a few weeks ago with regards to escorts blurring their faces. And the poll read, gentlemen, if you are looking at two ladies and they were both equal in every way, except for one lady showed her face and the other didn't, which lady would you book? Feel free to comment and why. So there were 2,652 votes. Wow. And 60% of those votes said they would pick the lady showing their face. 7% 7% picked the lady not showing their face and 33% said either one. And then in the comments, there were a lot of clients saying that, you know, it also boils down to their Twitter persona and, you know, their interactions with them, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like there's some ladies that are thinking about getting into this line of work and they're not quite sure as to what to do as far as showing their face or not showing their face. As we all know, I don't show my face. Aurora, mm-hmm. you show yours, which is why I wanted to bring you on so we can have yeah. two different points of views. I also asked uh, ladies their reasons for choosing to either show or not show their face. And yeah. we will read some of the responses now. But let me quickly read the messages from Instagram because I didn't get to put that in the show notes. And then Aurora will start off the Twitter comments. So from Instagram, Vanessa Everett Chicago, she says, I do, as in I show my face, because when I started, I was unhappy with my body and saw a very youthful face as my best asset. 14 years later, my face is too widely disseminated online to change things now. If I completely rebranded, I'll reconsider. Jennifer Lovin VIP wrote, I didn't show my face for many years. Sesta Fosta and then moving to Puerto Rico three months before the hurricane slowed my business. So I decided to show my face. Now people recognize me in public and I have been approached multiple times. I believe it was a big mistake. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I know. Alana Golding 01 said, I don't want family to find out. It could also affect things I plan to do in the future. Hello, Sasha Evans wrote, I don't because it would jeopardize how I'm perceived as a public figure. Okay, so you want to go ahead and... Yeah. Okay, this is from Jackie Lux, who is at Jackie Lux on Twitter. She goes, I don't show my face to protect my parents and siblings. They'd love me regardless of work, but I don't want anyone judging them for the choices I've made and I'm very happy with. I wish I could, though. Clients tend to be big fans of my face. And this is from Jessica at Miss Jess B. Harry. (laughs) Yeah, Jessica at Miss Jess B. Harry. Just to protect my identity as I would like to pursue other business dreams later on in life. So she doesn't show her face. Yeah. Okay. This is from Ava, Ava Gibson ATX on Twitter. I chose or I choose not to show my face to protect my identity, my family, my friends and my real world career and other endeavors that I pursue. And though I love this double life, I'm a private person by nature and I prefer not to be recognized by strangers. And this one is from Karis Queen. Queen? Quinn. <laughs> Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> At Karis Quinn DC. I don't show my face because I don't want to put the custody of my child at risk and I don't want him to be bullied for what I do. He already deals with enough at school, plus I have a civvy job and other things I'm involved in too that I don't want to risk. This is from Adina Loren at Adina Loren. There isn't any real shame in my game and I'm pretty open about my life, so I'm comfortable showing my face. Honestly, with all of these tattoos, I feel like I have to show my face and my personality a lot more not to be passed over. Might be in my head, but shrug emoji. 
also with the amount of tattoos <laughs> I have. Shrug emoji. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> with the tattoos I have, I'm already really easy to identify in public, so it sort of is what it is. There's another shrug emoji there too. Yeah, she's shrugging a lot. Shrug, oh, shrug, I get girl. it, man. Yeah. I have tattoos too. There you go. Uh, this is from Gia Venetia. 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 Girl, can't even pronounce these <laughs> names. At Gia Venetia. I show my face because I have nothing to hide and I'm proud of my unique look. I think being mixed has given me a different type of face that I want people to see. I like being able to portray my personality through my facial expressions too. That's cute. Yeah. Um, this is from Emily Spade at Emily Spade. I show my face because I have lots of tattoos. My friends and family know I do sex work. There's already porn of me out there under a different name, and I want to be self-employed for the majority of my life. If anyone has a problem with what I do, they don't need to be in my life. You go, girl. Yeah, go for it. And this is from Eve's Noble at Eve's Noble. I show my face because I won't ever need to clock in anywhere. I have a math science degree that affords me the opportunity to work for myself if necessary. Plus, I'm a game slash graphic designer with self-produced products. No one cares what behind-the-scenes programmers look like. Also, showing my face doesn't nor hasn't affected my ability to give back to my community significantly because I do that anonymously anyway. I don't need, want, or have to be on public display in my civilian life. I only have two friends, and my cats are semi-cool with it. (laughs) Hey, my cats are cool with it, too. They don't judge. Kitty! (laughs) Um, This is from Candace at GFE Candace. After my family was sent my site, I decided to show my face since my worst fear had already happened. I haven't looked back since and will simply remove my images from the internet when I retire. Yeah, being out of this fucked up but you know yes it happens she's got a good outlook on it that's all yeah you just have to spit it there's nothing else you can do yeah um this is from jessica banks at jessica banks i don't show my face because i have philanthropic endeavors i want to pursue outside of this life if i show my face today i could definitely make more money but i would essentially be ruining my future endeavors that being said to each their own do what makes you happy this is from cara valentine at miss cara v I show my face because I'm not at risk in the sense that I could be outed to my family and or occupation. I'm a full-time provider. My whole family knows. Shrug emoji. Another shrug (laughs) emoji. A lot of those. (laughs) Uh, This is from Elise Jolie at Elise Belfem. Surgery. She she recently, uh, she recently, new face coming. Yeah, (laughs) she recently got her nose done. Uh, I have a new, I have a new face soon. LOL, joking. That, in addition to stolen face pictures, I want to have control of my property when I take new photos. I might show face again. Who knows? My face is already out there. I show it on other social media, but not in my ads at the moment. But yeah, at least started off showing her face, but then bitches was stealing her photos like Uh, all over, especially international. Yeah. So she decided to start watermarking and blurring her face yeah and that's fair now that she's getting a new face i guess when she does a new photo shoot she's just gonna keep blurring but yeah yeah, yeah whatever whatever works oh this is from me um yeah at the aurora <laughs> nor um i show because i'm a plus size companion and it's beneficial to stand out and i think my face is pretty so i want to be part of my photos it, and brand it is pretty your face is thank very you pretty. appreciate that <laughs> i also have tattoos and trillier there aren't many companions who look like me so i'd be recognizable regardless of a faint blur which is true. Like I actually started out not showing my face. Oh, really? Yeah, I did for oh, okay. about a year or I blurred for about a year. And then I just decided, I'm like, eh, let's see what happens. And I think it was, it worked for me. So yeah, no complaints. It worked out yeah. Perfect. No regrets. And the last one is from Priya Renell at Priya Renell. She was actually a femme fatale. Hey girl. Nice. Um, when I started working in this industry, I did not show my face for privacy and professional reasons. While I enjoy this work, my passions will eventually lead me on a divergent path. So I have always been concerned about my digital footprint as an escort might impact future pursuits. Unfortunately, I had people who were already aware of who I was and were attempting to use their knowledge in malicious ways. Instead of allowing other people to use my identity against me, I decided to make it work for me. I spent a great deal of time working out how I can minimize any harm that the stigma against sex workers could have on my future and also how I could integrate it into my next pursuits. I have had an overwhelmingly positive experience since putting my face out there and haven't had any issues with privacy or travel thus far. We are in the business of intimacy, but operate in secrecy for good reason. Unfortunately, I think it can be difficult for clients to reconcile the risk we take with their own self-interest. I think the most important work any escort can do is help the client overcome that difficulty. 
showing my face was helpful, but I think my branding through my website, ad copy and social media are the most important things. Mm-hmm. These are all true. Yeah. And that, that is really the, the issue here. The issue is do clients feel comfortable seeing you? Yeah. Some people feel that showing their face makes it better for them. Others do not. Yeah. And I, one tip I would give to the ladies that do not show their face is to have video. You have no idea how much that makes clients feel much more comfortable seeing you in, oh, move, yeah. in movement, in motion. So a real person. Yeah. You know? So if you don't show your face, make sure you have video and you will see your bookings go up because it definitely works for me. Nice. Uh, so we've heard the different reasons why ladies do or don't show their faces in their online marketing. If you are a companion, whether uh, wondering whether you should or should not make your decision based on your personal personal situation keeping in mind that the internet is forever but it's all up to you at the end of the day anything you want to add um yeah if you're just starting out I think probably best to blur from the beginning and you can always redact the blur you know you can always yeah. or you can come up with creative ways to blur you can use a book or a hat or sunglasses like many girls little, do that mm-hmm. yeah all the little uh like starbursts and the the things that they use to <laughs> come you know what I mean like the little uh, <laughs> The little light flares and yeah, stuff yeah, that they yeah. use on their pictures. They're really cute ways you can blur your photos where it's not just a blur. So yep. I really don't think it takes away from photos or anything. But no. yeah, just and, and if, if you're going to blur, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, if you're it. going to blur, make sure you have social media presence mm-hmm. and a website. That also yeah. helps the guys see that you're not yeah. just some fly-by-night picture-stealing yeah. hoe. Exactly. As long as the rest of your stuff is together, I don't think you, I don't, I didn't have a problem getting bookings when I was blurred. I didn't have a problem not blurred. I don't think it's a big deal. It just comes down to personal comfort, truly. I mean, and then, you know, clients are usually pleasantly surprised when they meet me because it's not like I'm ugly. Yeah. Well, truly, like, I'm gorgeous. We're not going to be in this business if we're all like attractive people. That's why we're in this business. You know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. It's a personal. Yeah. Do whatever works for you. Yeah. Do what works for you. Just make sure you're doing it based on your personal situation, not what other girls are saying. Because as you can see, there are two sides to the coin and both sides do just fine. You do well. Yes. Yeah. And I do just fine. So we're good. Anyways, on to the questions and the interviews. So like I said, a couple of people tweeted the show saying that I should interview you uh, mostly because you are BBW and killing it. Oh, so they <laughs> so they wanted that representation in the game. Yes. So here we are. So please tell the listeners a little bit about your background, uh, who you are and how you got to where you are today. All right. Well, I'm from Michigan originally. I've been in Chicago since or I moved here for college. I've been here since I'm an only child. I had a pretty basic upbringing, nothing exciting. Um, I went to school for IT management and now I'm an escort. So <laughs> you don't sounds, really need sounds a degree. Like, sounds like a win-win. <laughs> right. It worked out for me, you know? Um, so I started sugaring in college and then I like briefly dabbled in cam modeling. I think I pause, signed up. Pause. Yeah. How did you get into sugaring? Oh, or I broke up with a boyfriend, like a vanilla boyfriend, a civvy boyfriend about six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just decided I'm like, um, I think I had heard about it was seeking arrangement. That was like the OG one back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the one who must not be named. Um, <laughs> I heard about that probably <laughs> off of... Um, <laughs> I think I saw like a Lisa Ling documentary that was like the dangers of online oh, sugaring yeah. or something. So I, I was like, that. I was just like, oh lord. I know. I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna <laughs> sign up anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I did that for a while, and then that turned into I don't know, just like sugaring off of various dating apps, and then I started doing dom work off of dating apps and sugar sites, and then eventually I got like sick of that. It started getting so oversaturated, and like the clientele, if you want to call it that, started kind of going downhill. Yeah, where I know. I know Especially when it became more mainstream uh-huh. and news, oh, yeah. the news started reporting on it. And it wasn't just Lisa Lang. There mm-hmm. was also something done in the UK as well, yeah. a different, like a similar news anchor or whatever. I know, man. Reporter. Back in the day was good. You could yeah. like go get dinner with Girl. a guy. He'd be, they'd Girl. give you like what would be a good rate, Girl. you know what I mean? To go to dinner. <laughs> and then it was like, um, I've got They 100... were like hella generous. I know. And now they're like, <laughs> I got a bag of Funyuns and <laughs> 70 bucks and you let me know if that works for you. Uh, and you got to call me daddy bucks and pennies. oh god a sock full of pennies <laughs> god it's a nightmare yeah so 
that's how I got here. I think I just got progressively tired of more and more bullshit. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to be a professional. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm just going to get my stuff together and make a website. And then there you go. And I'm assuming your IT background helped you with your online stuff or no? Um, I I don't think you need an IT background. I mean, no, but I'm asking you. Yeah, well, it got definitely once I got more into like the consulting side of things, mm-hmm. and it did help in a way for me to kind of I took like business classes and stuff to figure out how to kind of, I don't know, self govern myself in this sense and kind of run a business from home and whatnot. So yeah, definitely in that sense. Awesome, awesome. And you mentioned that you also worked as a cam girl and a dom. I did cam camming for like a minute. <laughs> it scared <laughs> the second. shit out of me. So I'm like, uh, never again. Oh. Yeah, that scared me. Um, and then, yeah, I worked, I was kind of had like a, my dom little persona was more of like a bratty girlfriend. Like I attracted a lot of dudes with foot fetishes who wanted to go out and get pedicures and then get like yelled at. at oh, lunch and nice. Stuff. Yeah, I had, that was, that was actually super fun. But That's- then. Fun. Yeah, that started getting oversaturated too, and then like the subs didn't yeah, want to pay. There, there's so many fin doms yeah. now, girl. So I'm like, I'm happy I was kind of ahead of the wave of these various forms That's of sex work. The best way to be. Yeah. So other than these two things, have you worked in any other line of adult entertainment? Nope. That's about it. Okay. So what do you think is a misconception about companions? Oh boy. Um, I think there's a big misconception that anybody can do this work and that it's easy. Um, Girl. Yeah. <laughs> and especially like the last couple of years with the rise of sugaring and like talking about more girls are like talking about dancing candidly and they're more talking about like getting their boyfriends to pay for things and stuff. And it's like there's yeah, that is sex work. But if you really are going to like try and make this take this seriously and make a career out of it, you have to take it seriously. You know, you have to yep. be able to Treat put it in work. like a business. Oh, and God, put in yeah. work yes yeah you can't really slack and accept like a top-notch result and lifestyle out of it like you really have to be kind of willing I mean it's like any other business you have to be willing exactly. to take risks and you have to be mm-hmm. what if there's a month where no one books it's a slow season what there if you, you go. go on a tour summertime is is notoriously unknown for being slow right just wait so until there all these dads get their kids back in school it'll pop off everybody I promise <laughs> and also save yes Don't forget that part yes please save your money <laughs> so, so that way that way you're not panicking in the summer right? like a lot of people take, are doing right, right? Now. take summer yeah I've been through enough summers doing this where I'm like take summer to just have a nice time see your regulars maintain your regulars mm-hmm. they'll they'll be treat back. them well yeah go yeah. out meet dudes out in the wild if you want to like there's, there's always that conferences. too you can freestyle yeah. there you go tons you of freestyle. conferences and festivals and all sorts of stuff you can go meet people out so yeah exactly exactly but I think uh the key thing you mentioned though is that it's just like any other business yeah that, that is the one thing I want to drive home to everyone is that this line of work is just like any other entrepreneurial business oh, yeah. you're going to do. You have to take it seriously. Oh, God, yeah. Okay, so what is one misconception people have about you? I think that a lot of people think that I come off kind of cold and aloof, which I've heard from clients and companions and like vanilla people and civvy people and stuff. But it's funny because like when I meet a new client, I feel instantly kind of at home and like I have a connection with that person. But mm-hmm. it would be an absolute nightmare for me to go to a bar and like talk to random people by myself, which I just have no interest in doing, you know. But when you meet <laughs> when you meet people in this way, they've already read your website. They already know what you're mm-hmm. about. They know that you guys probably have common interests. So it's mm-hmm. like there's a built-in connection there. So I feel yeah. and plus I feel like this is kind of I don't think that Aurora is some big grandiose persona but it definitely it's like the best version of myself like I get glamorous I can and like, that's what you should be putting out there anyway. yeah absolutely like you want to put <laughs> the best you want to put out the yourself? worst version of yourself ah. that's ridiculous <laughs> because I mean I've, I've been seeing this tweet on Twitter yeah. too many too many times from different ladies saying something to the lines of all you elite companions remember that we're all sucking dick so don't treat anyone better than I, you know so yeah something to that, always, that. that always make the like, rounds Oh, and then, of course, there was the one time people were hating on red bottoms. I remember you posted yours and you were like, cover your eyes. <laughs> I just can't. It's like, in the end, it's why ridiculous. do you don't worry about what other people are doing that much? You exactly. Know? Worry about your business. But yeah. no, I've, I've always loved your photos and you thank don't you. come off as cold or aloof. You just come off as pretty. So oh, thank you. That works for me, too. God. Yeah. Thank you. God. Yeah, I started. Well, once I started showing my face, then I feel like stuff picked up and stuff. And I don't know. Like, you got a mm-hmm. smile on your pictures. Look approachable. Look nice. 
be nice yeah, on Twitter. Do, do do different looks, like do different yeah. facial expressions, so that way people know that you have more than one. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned about consulting, and I've also read that you kind of mentor companions. Is that still the case? I did more, not so much mentoring as I was doing consulting. Like I've created websites, I've helped with rebrands, photo shoots, okay. marketing, styling, that kind of thing. I feel mm-hmm. like mentoring is more when you're kind of helping someone get started in the industry. Yeah. Which I'm not totally interested in, but I at the time I was only working with established companions anyway. Yeah, get the book if you want to get started. Yeah. It's called How to Get Started as an Escort. So get it on go. our please, store. Please get her book. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so you just offer consulting and, and you know, helping girls rebrand and photo shoots. Yeah. So what would be your ideal companion to work with? Um ideally it's someone kind of like what was in a situation or a situation like I was like where I felt like I'd kind of reached the ceiling Mm -hmm. as far as that persona you know I didn't feel like I could raise my rates anymore I didn't feel I felt like I was just doing the same kind of like photo shoots over and over again I didn't know like what market I should branch out to or anything so somebody Mm -hmm. who's maybe you've been in the industry for a little bit and you things are slowing down or you haven't found the right angle um, I do think it's kind of valuable especially for me as a consultant I would mm-hmm. prefer someone who kind of understands their business and they they know what doesn't work, you know? Yeah. I would prefer to work with someone like that so they they can bring that to me and we can figure out, okay, why isn't this working? Where can we mm-hmm. what can we move forward on? Like what can we how can we spin this? What what are your best qualities that we can bring to the forefront that sort of thing? Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy that there, you know, a few ladies out there offering this service because it helps to have a fresh set of eyes. Oh, yeah. I know if you are sitting there or rewriting your same ad 50 times and you're not getting bookings from it, like, please ask someone, even ask a friend, like, does this sound inviting? Would you book this person? Ask it. Or what's a good tip? Always ask. um, I like to ask like first time clients, like, where'd you find me? What made you book me? That kind of thing. Yeah. Figure out where your business is coming from, what what they're noticing, what kind of photos these guys are excited to meet you about, you know, like. Yeah. And those are the the best ones to ask too. the the first time clients. Where did they find you and why did they book? you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some of them will come up with some derogatory (laughs) reasons, but for the most part, you're going to find something in there that's a common denominator and you should just stick with that. Yeah. Okay, so you describe yourself as BBW. Can you please explain what that means to our civilian listeners? Because apparently we have those. Ooh, how exciting. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, well, in the adult industry, a BBW is a big, beautiful woman. And it's pretty much uh, what you'd consider a plus-size person in the civvy world. So anything probably like a size 12, 14 above, I would say. Um, And it's it's not my favorite term because I feel like it's kind of tied to a fetishization of plus-size Thing as the whole ebony thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, it's why, like, I don't, oh, wow. that's why I don't really use yeah. that. I, I used to, when I first started, use it as my descriptive yeah. uh, terminology, but I don't anymore yeah. because I just feel like... It's encapsulating. Like, I'm not just a yeah. BBW companion. You're not just an ebony companion, you know? Like, exactly. there's a lot more to it. But at this point, BBW, it's listed on sites and stuff, so it's just a category and, that you and can it, find it me is under. a niche. It yeah. is an actual niche because there are some people that are only interested yeah. in BBW, so take their money why not absolutely yeah everybody's got got a market you know what I mean can find somebody exactly so what do you think is a misconception people have about BBW companions I think just in general a lot of men are very polarized or not just men general but I guess people would see sex workers are kind of polarized on plus size women it can either get like really fetishy where well it can either get really fetishy or they just won't book us at all for whatever Mm -hmm. reason Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's kind of to the benefit of BBWs and plus size providers, because like you said, there are people who are strictly into that. So you have, I don't want to say competition, you have less, there's less, there are fewer of us, you know, so yeah, most most people don't even think they can get into it if they're BBW anyway. And it's like, if you're on an ad site that has a 1000 people, and you click to the BBW page, and there's only 10 of them. I mean, that's kind of beneficial in a way, you know, exactly. Yeah, so you're gonna stick out, you're gonna find the people will find you eventually. Your your clients will find you eventually. Yeah. Just p- put out your best version of yourself, yeah. you know, that who is actually authentically you. Yeah. And I assure you, the right people will find you. Absolutely. Yes. And this goes for any areas. Of oh, yeah. Life. Okay. So what is the biggest mistake you've made in your adult entertainment life? 
Ooh, I have a couple of them. I thought about this a little bit. Um, Go ahead. First, I really wish I would have invested a little bit more from the get-go and like gotten professional photos and kind of, because I feel like when we all start out, we do the same thing. Like you look around at the different ads and you're like, all right, who's in this city? Who am I similar to? What can I charge based off what they're charging? Like mm-hmm. what kind of photos do they have? What does their website look like? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I did that first and I wish I would have just went and like spent a grand and gotten professional pictures because I feel yeah. like I would have started ahead of the game a little bit, you know? But yeah, you then again, a... I learned a lot and I feel like I then and then I got to like be able to consult people learning. There you, you know? go. Yeah. So from I don't your, think it was from your mistakes. All, but... So it worked out. You turned your mistakes into cash. Yeah. Worked Great. out for me. But I feel like if you have the opportunity to try and find find like a stepping stone sugar daddy who wants to get you some pictures or like <laughs> wants to get you some outfits for a shoot or something. Seriously, find mm-hmm. someone that's going to help you out and invest in you or find a friend that has a nice camera who can help you take some really good photos. And then when you make money off those photos, then hire Yeah, start flipping it back into your business. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Don't go spend it all on red bottoms. Gasp. Okay, so was that it? Oh, yeah, the other one. Don't stick with clients who treat you poorly just because the money's Uh. good. Yeah, Girl. we've all done that. And it's, we it's an we talked nightmare. about this on episode fifty because mm-hmm. then the, the and it's not just oh they treat you poorly. There's also the mental mind games oh, they God. play. I it just it's, it's ridiculous. It goes so deep, and you're like trying to not crack any it's emotion like, and like oh my God, it's a nightmare. I think I think being a stripper because that was how I got my mm-hmm. start. I think being a stripper really prepared me for oh, the yeah. world because. <laughs> Now I'm just like, miss me with that. Miss me with that. Yeah, I'm really not interested in these games. And like, sometimes you really need the money, but please, if you can afford to not see some crazy client, avoid it, please, because your mental health will yeah. thank you in yeah. the long if, run. If, if you know that you're just going to be like going down mentally, seeing this abusive client, then don't see it. Me, yeah. I turn I turn them into subs because <laughs> then they're it. pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, get out I'm the aggressive saying, men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't dish it if you can't take it. Exactly. And somehow it, it turns out you were a sub after all. Maybe this is yeah. what they wanted the Honestly, whole time. it worked out. <laughs> Exactly. So did you have any mentors or did you figure out everything on your own? I didn't have any mentors starting out, but I really like researched everything pretty heavily. Like I was scouring Tumblr and Instagram and stripper web and blogs and like YouTube mm-hmm. videos and all sorts of stuff kind of Would before. You look at that. You did research. You have like to, a man. real like, job. Oh, oh, wow. I know, right? Wow. If there was an Indeed or a glass door for escorting, <laughs> I would have found it. Let me tell you. Yeah. I love so it. I love it. Pretty much from there, everything was just a lot of trial and error. Just, I don't know, seeing, tweaking ads, tweaking photos, trying out mm-hmm. new cities. Always networking. tweaking, ladies. Yeah. Always tweaking. I love it. Gotta stay on it. Okay. Okay. So you recently changed your name. Why did you do it? And did you notice a difference? So mainly, well, I don't know. It came around kind of around my birthday. I'm like, I've been doing this about five years now. And I don't feel like I'm where I'm, I wanted to be five years ago, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So mainly I just kind of wanted a more mature name and brand that would grow with me as I grow older a little bit, you know, and as Mm -hmm. I go farther into the industry. Um, And I was pretty successful with my previous persona. But like I said, I was feeling a little stagnant. Like I felt Mm -hmm. like I didn't have, I don't know. And especially like with Sesta and Foss and things, I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of business dropped off for people. So you're like, all right, what can I do to kind of switch things around? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The whole I wanted... industry panics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to start doing more international touring and travel dates and like working on kind of becoming like a long term, not like a, I don't want to be everyone's long term mistress, but I want to attract those types of clients. You know, I want dudes. Exactly. Yeah. I want dudes who just want to travel and have a nice time and like we see each other for a while. That's that would be ideal. For me, you know, I think I think everybody wants that. I oh, want yeah. it too. We all Fuck do. us. I'm, I'm getting there you know like it's working out we're working book, we're doing well book us book it yes right? I love it yeah so it but, definitely made a big difference yeah but I mean I actually have to commend you because do you know how many people feel like they're stagnant and they all they do is bitch and complain and don't do anything about it uh, a lot because I'm also on Twitter and I see it. <laughs> And it's not just us. Yeah. I'm talking about oh, just yeah. in general. Most people would bitch and complain about their position in life. Yeah. But they don't do one thing to change it. And here you are. You're like, ah, I'm feeling stagnant. Eh, let's let's rebrand. Yeah. And look not? at that. It's working out. So oh, ladies, yeah. let this be a lesson to you. 
If something isn't working for you, change it. Do something. Don't just go on Twitter and bitch all day. Yeah. Jesus. It makes me tip, not even want to log on to Twitter. One <laughs> tip I have about the rebrand, if you're going to do it, do it all in. Don't like. All the way. Don't just get new photos and hope some Change your name and like do it overnight too. Don't do it. Like don't draw it out for months. You drop in a new photo and then you got a new first name. They got a new last name. And then you're a different state. Yeah, no. Overnight. Because I rebrand like, quiet for a few weeks and people are like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I just rebranded on like, I think it was yep. like April 3rd. Or I something. know is you and there are two other ladies that did that too. And they did it just like you did. Yeah. They just one day they were this next day. Boom. Yeah. New persona. And it's kind of scary because my rates went up. I, I lost a good amount of clients. But like my good long term clients, eh. they're still here. You know, people who yeah, see the I value mean, will stick that around. You, and then there's some people that you probably grandfathered because they're cool or you yeah. like them or whatever. So it still works out. But the your regulars are gonna stick with you oh, anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so please tell the newbies or even some of us veterans <laughs> <laughs> the essential things they need in order to be a successful companion. Well, if you're starting out, and even veterans, I guess, can benefit from this, please do not make it your only source of income if you can. You know, like if you can get a part-time job, do it. If you can do photography or makeup on the side, do it, even if it's within the industry. Because like I said, if you're not financially secure and you don't have a savings, it can be really rocky and it can be very scary during the summer months. As, yeah. as with any entrepreneurial yeah. business. So please so, yeah. try and have your ducks in a row as much as possible. You're not going to get sick leave if you get, if your cat gets sick, you're not nope. going to be able, yeah. Just, <laughs> nope, you're your own boss. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Save money. Um, Definitely save. Oh, about mentoring. One area I think you should get mentoring on is screening. Find a lady oh, who, yes. find a yes. good friend or someone who's willing to help you, um, who's been in the industry. Find out how they screen. If you if you need an assistant, get an assistant. Like that's something you don't want to skimp on for sure. Yeah, you definitely don't want to skimp on your safety. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Carrie. She was actually the person that taught me how to screen nice. when I decided to um, jump into this yeah. line of work. But I mean, I think I might do an episode on that too. Yeah, that'd be like, great. Like a few ways you can screen. And then I'm also going to do an episode on different streams of income because I feel like a lot of girls put all their eggs in one basket. There's there's a, you know, saying mm -hmm. going around that you need seven streams of income to become a millionaire. Yeah. So if you don't want to be a millionaire, just have like three. Yeah, get <laughs> something in case something falls apart. You know, yeah. you got these other streams of income that are going to work for you. Oh, and lastly, don't allow clients or even other providers to tell you how, you're, how to run your business. Like, Ew. don't. Yeah, especially clients. I remember when I first started. Some, they do not have your best interest. Oh, my God, no. I remember when I first started, you get like the wave of time wasters, especially from like the review sites and stuff. Guys would be like, I'll give you a review if you come mm, meet me for girl. coffee. And it's like, sir, I would rather not. <laughs> oh my God, please. Yeah. So just stay firm with your boundaries. Do what's in your best interest. Don't let people tell you what to do. I love it. Yeah. Hold on. I'm typing in these different topics that <laughs> I was talking about so that way I don't forget. Okay. So what is the worst advice you've ever gotten? This, it took me forever to think about this one, but I had a teacher in high school who told me, or just told us in general, like this really free spirit hippie teacher, like mm -hmm. spend every dollar you make until you're 25. Don't do that. That's the worst advice. What? Literally the worst advice I've ever who, gotten. Who? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> who horrible. Teacher? I, it was our English I've never teacher. Heard that, real ever. like hippie lady. And I'm like, um, no. Kids, spend it no. all. You probably will live till you're 25. Yeah, well, when you grew up in the 60s or whenever, maybe you could do that. Not in this economy. Come on, get real. It's oh, ridiculous. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Always be a step ahead, and that can apply to everything. Whether it's you pay Pretty your bills much. in advance, you're aware to the little tricks that these guys like to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're aware of your surroundings, being flexible and versatile in different areas. Like just, mm -hmm. yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's very important. I love it. I love it. Okay. So if you could go back in time and talk to your 17 year old self, what would you say to her besides stay away from Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> stay away from, oh my God, sugar dating sites in general. Oh God. Uh, wasted so much time on those. You realize, oh, you realize after the fact that it's all the same. They're reject all clients. clients. Yeah. I'm like, Oh God. They're I've seen all you before. Clients. Like... Yeah. And then I'll get people contacting my work line and I already have them in my phone as like sugar, right? sugar Steve or something. Right? Like, oh Lord. Or, or you talk to a sugar guy who is already blacklisted. Right. Oh my God. Please, please leave me alone. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> 
But that's it. You'll tell her to stay away from sugar sites. Yep. Yep. Don't go on them. Especially now. Oh, my God. No. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, unless you have your wits about you, don't. Because yeah. they would take advantage of you. Don't do it. These guys are more savvy now. Yeah. And you got to be a step ahead. If you're going to do it, be a step. Be 10 steps ahead. Those people. Yes, please. Okay. Favorite vacation destination. Lake Como. Oh, see, I haven't been to Italy. Not that I couldn't, but I kind of want to save it for like a romantic getaway. Oh, God. So, it's... guys, if you're listening, take us back to Please. Lake Como. Take oh, her back. Take me for the Please. First time. And on the other side is Lugano, Switzerland, which is just as fabulous. Oh, oh my God. It's just, nice. it's a really. Now, I've mm. been to Swi- Switzerland, but not Lugano. Yeah, Switzerland is really cool. The whole I region is. It. Food, exquisite. Wine, exquisite. Men, Ugh. hot. Love it. Ugh. I mean, just eat. Fuck, dance, repeat. I guess you you can sleep too. I guess you can sleep too. Just a little bit. (laughs) So eat, fuck, dance, sleep, repeat. There you go. I don't need anything else in my life, honestly. Nope. Nope. Okay. So what do you do in your free time? I like to cook. Um, I'm kind of a yeah, DIY. I've seen you post, uh, yeah. your, your stuff. You have like cooking dates too, right? Where you cook for I the do. guy. Yeah. I love yeah. Oh my God. That's they look so good, girl. Thank I'm you. like, oof. I, know. And I have, I have like, I don't know. I, I have lots of fun ideas for recipes and stuff. So if you're listening, gentlemen, please book me for a dinner date where we cook yes. when you at my house. I'll get an Airbnb we can cook. I'll cook at your house. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. I make my own hot sauce and cocktail syrup. Ooh. So I've got like a whole I've got nah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that hot sauce. Uh, right? <laughs> okay, so favorite book. I don't have a favorite book specifically, but I like um like horror and dystopian type books like classic Stephen King, American Psycho, some nonfiction stuff like Hot Zone and Demon in the Freezer. And then I also like um biographies and autobiographies, kind of okay. like storytelling from comedians and musicians, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, are you reading anything right now? I am. I just picked up a book. I went to this oddities expo that I posted about on Twitter the other day, but it's, it's about this. It's like a memoir about this guy who he owns an antique mall in Chicago. And it's just a bunch of his stories, like short stories about like the eccentric people he's met over the years and working oh. with families and stuff. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's called selling dead people's things by Dwayne. Whoa. Scott Kearney. What, what on, a title. <laughs> I know it's really weird. And, but if you like like weird kitschy things, it's on Amazon. I think it's really good. Selling dead people's things. Yeah. I'm sure he meets a lot of interesting people. Oh, yeah. Okay, so favorite movie of all time? Titanic. Ah. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with that movie growing up. I don't. I, I saw it as a kid, and I remember thinking, now you know Leonardo could have gotten on that wood with her. Right? Come on. <laughs> like. Yeah. They could have it done was better. unrealistic. <laughs> oh, but very. It, it was a sad movie, though. But it's yeah, a real I really story, love. Right? Yeah. 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 And I really like the costumes and stuff. I'm really into like mm-hmm. period movies and stuff like that and mm-hmm. interesting costumes and whatnot. Yeah. I like old stuff too. But then, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm reminded that, you know, black people are slaves, I'm yeah, always not, <laughs> not the greatest. <laughs> but I still love the clothes. The clothes are great. Societal, everything else, not great. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Okay, favorite TV show? Um, I don't really watch a ton of TV, but I did watch all Stranger Things, which I really liked, and now I'm watching Big You know, that's a very uh, popular show, and that one, too. I've heard about Big Little Lies. Stranger Things, I don't know if I'm going to get into, Yeah, but I might might do Big Little Lies, because I've heard... Big Little Lies is really good, yeah. Yeah, I've heard good things, but Stranger Things, that's too weird alien for me, right? Isn't it all about... Fair. Yeah, okay. (laughs) As someone who's weird and into, like, weird alien stuff, yeah, I think that's fair. (laughs) Like, I might might do it if a guy paid me to do, like, a Netflix (laughs) stranger things day yeah yeah stranger things day let's do it okay pet peeves (laughs) oh just bad hygiene in general like to every client listening every client listening get a nail brush and get a tongue scraper and wash behind your ears and listen to episode 17 because we did a whole (sighs) thing on hygiene (laughs) i don't even know why it needs to be said anymore but it does clearly same same Bad hygiene is a no no. Okay, so please leave our listeners, both the men and the ladies, with some parting advice. Okay, to the clients, if you've been wanting to reach out to a lady, just send her a gift, send her an Amazon gift card, get her something off her wishes, introduce yourself. Why not make that connection? Because you know what the time is now. Fly Life is you. short. Yeah, bring her on a business trip. It doesn't have to start that grand, of course, but like just send someone a gift you've been wanting to be me. It's nice, it's a nice gesture. You'll mm-hmm. make a new connection. Uh, to the providers, I say, take a day for yourself. Like yesterday, I went on a walk and it was just so nice. And I took like photos of the flowers and the butterflies and stuff. 
nice yeah self-care something yeah go get a coffee somewhere by yourself go get a new book go get your eyebrows done I don't know go do something (laughs) fun for yourself seriously do like you have really nice eyebrows by the way thank you thank you yeah go go get your eyebrows done ladies but yeah self-care and and to that adding to that you should have other things outside of this yeah business like this cannot be your whole life yeah like you need to have other hobbies like me I do different things I play tennis, nice. I play other sports, you know, I have yeah. friends outside of this, I do personal stuff for me that's outside of this, you have to, you know, mix it up, otherwise... You don't want to be the hermit hooker, like, no. pulled away in your in-call, being You visible. mean, on Twitter, bitching oh. about how it's slow, <laughs> and how everybody's sucking dick, whether you're doing it at risk Carlton or the Motel if, 6. If it's slow, then just <laughs> go out and do something else. You don't have to even spend money if it's slow. Just go take a walk, go get a coffee. Yeah. Have time. Yeah. Put makeup on and take photos of yourself. There I don't you know. know. Seriously, take some selfies somewhere. Right? Do something. Do something convert to twitter bitching about the high-end girls exactly i'm so i'm so tired of seeing that tweet right i can't tell you how tired no i am of that tweet <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh okay so please leave us with your social media so our listeners can contact you and book you for all those dates yes all the dinner dates um yes. you can find me on twitter and instagram at the aurora nor a-u-r-o-r-a-n-o-o-r emails hello at auroranor.com and then once again, I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Raleigh, Durham, Greensboro, all the surrounding cities, August 2nd through 7th. So if you'd like to come see me down south, you know where to find me. Perfect. Thank you so much, Aurora, for coming yes. on the show. This was so much fun. I love your voice. You sound so smart. Ooh, and thank you. Witty. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You sound like somebody I would like to have a civilized conversation with. Honestly, next time I'm in Miami, I will <laughs> let you know. For sure. You sound like a logical person. I like I try. I, I, try I like those types of people. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to let you go because I'm sure you have all those dates to prepare for, you know, with your high-end Louboutins. And stuff. Oh, yeah, got to polish Don't forget to post bottoms. the pictures. Don't forget oh, to absolutely. post them. It's off some of Twitter. <laughs> all right, girl. Thank I'll you so much. later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. A big thank you once again to Miss Aurora Noor for coming on the show and being my guest co-host. Hopefully you guys took a lot of good tidbits from the show. Until next time, have a fabulous summer. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.